Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. David Vaughn here. Welcome back to another Sunday night edition of Rev Radio. That sounds so good, Rev Radio, on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country. We're excited about that. Lori and I are here every Sunday night just kind of chatting it up about stuff going on in our life, our world. It's uh, uh, September. Man, it's still hot. It doesn't really feel like fall to me, Lori, you know? So I'm not, st- yet. not yet, but it's our privilege to come in every Sunday night and talk about some things that matter to us, may or may not matter to you, <laughs> matters to us, and matters a lot to our church because our goal is to help rev up your week, uh, to give you some information that would motivate you, uh, inform you, inspire you. Uh, so if you're sitting there in your chair or as some of our families do, they listen around the radio, like old-time radio shows on Sunday night. And they say, oh, that, that's my pastor. That's Lori. That, I wonder who the guest will be this week. And so we try to have some folks that we think have compelling stories. Often these folks attend at Whitewater, are members at Whitewater. And, uh, we, again, we're not the only uh, church in town that's trying to make a difference for good in our community. Uh, we, we consider ourselves one of many Bible-believing churches. And we have great partners uh, like Eagle Country, like Mark Kramer, who sponsors our show down at the Beer House. And uh, we would not be able to do what we do without Mark uh, in a lot of ways. And uh, why are y'all laughing? <laughs> not, uh, no, because we've already talked about it. This is the perfect area and community for a show, that, for a Christian radio show. That's, that's true, isn't it? by the Beer House. It's true. Where, <laughs> what mean, other place in America would right be sponsored by the Beer House? <laughs> We used to have, for a while before we built a new addition on our church, we were out of space for Sunday school classrooms for adults. Yeah, Sunday school. So we wound up, Mark said, well, you can meet, have a class in my basement. And they called it the BYOB, Bring Your Own Bible Class. That was was what BYOB. But on the the west side of Cincinnati, that's kind of, it flows, you know, which is ironic, really, because I... I don't drink. I mean, I, I abstain. I like to take a vow of abstinence. So I know that might startle some of you out in Eagle Country. I, I don't drink, but I'm sponsored by the beer house. But whatever. God has a sense of humor. But we uh, we do love Mark, and we're thankful to uh, come into your home and your hearts and your ears and try to give you some stuff we think that might help you get through the week uh, to tell our story. If you are looking for a church home, we would love it. If you would find a church anywhere that preaches about Jesus, but obviously uh, if you're looking for a church home, what a coincidence. We're looking for people at Whitewater Crossing, and we're not perfect either. We have a lot of folks, you know, who struggle with a lot of issues, myself included. And so if you're looking for a place that kind of just talks about the Bible and God in ways I think that you could connect to in a practical way, then Whitewater might be your home. So we have some guests in the studio 
uh, tonight, uh, which uh, you probably have heard their last name, Gepper, in connection with one of their sons, Nick. But Chris and Linda are here. Welcome to the Red Show. Thank and you, you all have a history, right, Lori? You go back some here with the Geppers. Well, we've been friends for a while. Yep. Started Long off, time. yeah. This, we always, I always talk about how the show gets smaller every time we bring people in, and they know somebody, and you know someone. But Linda's been a client of mine on the station for about five or so years now. But I would say even more so a friend. I've yeah. been blessed. I get to have a lot of clients who are also friends, friends that, who are that clients. That makes a difference. Well, I'll so, talk about the relationships. Yeah, it's all about, relationship. about relationships. We, we, a lot of people on this show say that. Uh, we say it at church. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship. Mm-hmm. And So your relationship with Linda is through Liberty Tax, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So are, is this your busy time of year or is it like ramp up in the year or are you just busy all the time? <laughs> Chris is nodding his head. Yes. <laughs> For me, it's it's a real busy time. Yeah. We are, it's all about planning, mm. you know, and planning for the tax season. In fact, yeah. my kind of my downtime, my personal downtime is during the tax season because I'm the busiest, you know, planning for the season. Right. And we have tax school that's ramping up um, in September and October. So we do a lot of preparation for tax school. And it's a, it's a, opportunity for us to give back to the community yeah so um, what is tax school tax school is a it's a good idea to pay your taxes it, by the way it is it's an excellent <laughs> idea but it, and it good luck with that if you decide to, i had a guy tell me several years ago you know i don't believe in paying taxes i i don't think it's in the constitution i said you know um good luck with that i said let me know how that turns out for you <laughs> It is amazing to me the number of times I'm in the office during the summer and somebody just shows up. Hey, you know, I haven't done my taxes for three years. Can you help me out? And yeah. I, sometimes they're getting a refund and it just kind of yeah. makes me laugh that wow. they use the government as kind of their holding spot for their yeah. money. And when they need for it, free. they come yeah. in and they do their because you don't get any kind of a penalty if they owe you money. The oh, government's celebrating if you don't I know that. adhere to the deadline. So and they want theirs quick, too. They, I know this. Yeah, they, they do. They they can postpone tax season, you know, push it back and have yeah. all kinds of delays, but they yeah. don't give us delays. <laughs> no. Amazing. Well, yeah. render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, unto God's what is God's. But I don't want to give Caesar any more than I have to. No. Does that, like, make me an unspiritual guy, you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear all all the guys in the church that are like work for IRS, and we have a few. And some guys who are in political office, we have a few of those too at church. I I know I'm going to get an email about that. David, what what are you saying on the air there? You know, I got audited. Uh, I I really did. I got audited a couple of years ago. I had to go downtown uh, and uh, show them. Uh, my tax lawyer and what they were uh, I was auditing for was giving uh, they said you uh, we were in capital campaigns here mm-hmm. some of you who attend here know and so I feel like I, I need to model that so I, I gave generously and he said your giving is a higher <laughs> threshold than we normally see with a guy <laughs> in your income right. so all we want to see is your uh, deductions and your canceled checks well I did e-giving so I had to go to a bank get all that printed and uh, the statement didn't suffice uh, for them from our financial secretary because technically she worked for me on our staff. So they made me go a whole another mile. So I went down, and, you know, here's what made me mad. I went down there, and she didn't even look. She just I had a big stack of – she just rifled through. So, okay, thank you. 
<laughs> and I was like, that's it? You're not even going to, like, go page? No, if you went to this work. And I said, well, you understand, right? Uh, you know, giving. I said, you know, uh, most people in Cincinnati are Catholic or non-practicing Catholic. You know, you're probably. She said, well, actually, I'm a Mormon. That's what she said. And what I know about enough about the Mormon church, they require their people to tithe. I mean, it's a big deal in the Mormon church. It's not like it's optional for us in our church, but Mormons are required. So she said, well, yeah, I'm a non-practicing Mormon. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of non-practicing people. So I, I am thankful for what you and others do in keeping up with these kind of things. Good thing I had paper trails and tax forms, and I would be the preacher. I might be running my own prison ministry from inside, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate it. So tax school is yeah, helping so people t- it is. It, it's learn really, to tax. It and, really yeah. provides two different things. And this year um, we are hoping to reach people that are confused about the new tax law. Mm. Um, so we'll teach, you know, kind of what what taxes look like this year and yeah. what taxes are going to look like mm. come January. So yeah. we'll talk about the new tax law. We have people that take our class just to learn more about their own situation so yeah. that they can maximize their refund or pay as little as possible. And But it's also a way that people can get the training if they're interested in off-season, or I say mm. off-season, but mm. winter income. Yeah. Um, it's a part-time flexible yeah. job. You know, Good we, for you. So – we do both. I love the name, Liberty. Liberty, yeah. So I understand you usually dress in some red, white, blue attire. I do, red, white, and blue attire. And, you know, I uh, bounce around town sometimes in the Statue of Liberty costume, or I have a little foam crown on my head. Do you stand up here and twirl the I have. I'm not good at twirling, but I'm good at dancing and waving. That kind of works. So... Chris, yeah. you've been awful quiet. Is this true about Linda? You've seen her through her career here, I guess. Huh? Well, I, I'm the trailing spouse at times. And yes. The supportive spouse. Like yes. in the whole Liberty thing, I, uh, I'm the janitor. And yes. The guy. So my busy time is typically October, November. Yes. You know, when Rain I'm not fit. working for Honeywell. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I've got the full-time gig with Honeywell. Yeah. And That's pretty good. No, you yeah. cook for us in January. And right. I do a little <laughs> cooking on weekends yeah. for the yeah. offices and anything to keep the women in life, my life yeah. happy. Happy wife. Well, you're a wise happy guy. Wife, happy that. life. Yeah. I've heard that. So good for you. Yeah, he makes huge pots of soup for the office. And yeah. that way when customers come in the end of January yeah. and it's really busy, yeah. we set up a buffet so that they can eat and kick back and relax and watch TV while they're waiting to have their taxes done. Wow. So well, I need to get maybe I, I need know. to come over and get our taxes. <laughs> like I haven't been fed. Yeah. So, do you do a lot want, of ministers' taxes? They're a little wacky I like now. I don't have any. Yeah. I need to go. Yeah. Ministers' taxes. We have a special training. Of course just you do. Just for, for ministers. ministers. <laughs> yes, of course you do. We're special in many ways. Yeah. So good. Well, thank you. Uh, we love what you're doing in the community and how you're working. And you tend some at Whitewater. What do you, What do you like about the church here at Whitewater besides? The ball preacher, maybe something else. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing like the ball preacher. That's what I hear. Yeah, especially when he does his taxes. They broke know, the mold with the, yeah. the, the ball. Aren't guy. you kind? Very kind, broke Chris. The mold. Yeah. But you're enjoying it. Yeah, and totally. We're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. You've got a great kids area. Although yeah. all of our kids are, well, except for one, is they're gone. Yeah. Um, but there's tons of energy. 
there's coffee. That is, is nice. Is, we just talked about that. Maybe pumpkin so, spice. I you don't know, know. So yeah. I can dress up. I can dress down. I can. Yeah, you know, no dress I can code. Either, I can yeah. either like sneak in at the last moment so I don't have to like socialize <laughs> yeah. or I can get here. We can get yeah. here early so we can yeah. like. You know, talk in the vestibule ahead of time. So we are surprised at the really number of folks who kind of like the back, sit in. Mm-hmm. They like they like being anonymous in a church mm-hmm. this size. You can be that. We prefer you not to stay that way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kind of come out from the shadows. One of our guests a couple weeks ago, you know, Mister Ford, he was talking about. Uh, you'll see me back here in the shadows. You know, and I don't want to come out. I don't want to come out. So everybody's at their own pace and. Uh, so yeah, there are adva- the advantage of a church's size is you can be anonymous. So the disadvantage is you can be anonymous, right. Right. and we don't even know right. people are out there going and coming or hurting or if they have a problem. And if you're not in a group or ministry, it's really impossible for us to pastor you and help you grow spiritually. Uh, I, I used to know everybody; those days are long past. Uh, and that may not be a bad thing, but I, 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 I'm a small town pastor at heart, uh, and a small church pastor at Mm -hmm. heart. And so it's been tough to adjust to a a wider audience and a bigger flock. And, um, uh, so, but, so it's great to meet people like you and have these conversations, you know? So you talked a little bit about your kids. I guess people always asking about Nick, uh, for some who don't know, Nick, uh, pretty good athlete. Doing pretty good. He does well. Yeah, does, <laughs> d- d- does pretty well. I watched him on days. TV in the Olympics, so he won a bronze, I think, a silver, at least in the uh, 2014 Olympics. And I did a little research. It sounded like he, he's, he's like he rules X Games, you know, on some of that freestyle stuff. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of gold medals there and over in Norway, and mm-hmm. he and I traded a couple of texts. I told him I was praying for him before the Olympics, and my prayers were only – Silver prayers. But anyway, a lot of people were <laughs> praying for, you know, as well. But uh, I and I know that that's probably been a little bit of consuming for your life uh, to keep up with uh, his career, right? So, I mean, he's a hometown boy done good, so to speak. Yeah, he's done good. He, uh, it, it's been um, probably 10 years, maybe more balance yeah. because we've got three other kids. Yeah, and I was going to ask active. you. I was going to ask you. How is it when you're the sibling of a, of a, a high profile child? You know, how do you how do you manage that as a parent? How, are they adjusting to Nick's uh, uh, limelight? How's that work? Well, Dave, my real name is Nick Epper's dad. Yes, I, I believe that. <laughs> this is Nick's dad. Nick's yeah. dad. That is my yeah. real name. That yeah. started, uh, let's yeah. see, March of 2014. I can see that, Chris. Yeah, so I was renamed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's actually probably the most challenging year was after the 2014 Olympics because yeah. that's when Nick got more on the map. Yeah, and the kids were became for a period of time. Nick Gepper's yeah. brother or yeah. Nick Gepper's sister. Yeah. So that became a period of adjustment. Absolutely. And a few challenges there. Uh, we worked our ways through it. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, uh, I know, went through some valley seasons of his own life as well and uh, by his own admission. And that's tough to let as a parent to watch your kids uh, excel but also fail and learn. Sounds like he's doing really well. He's in a good place right now. Yeah, he's in yeah. a good place. He did just um, 
he's had a couple of injuries the yeah. last couple of weeks. Yeah. He had a, he he has 12 stitches in his middle toe. Now, oh my. I had him send me a picture. I was having yeah. a hard time envisioning how you could put 12 stitches in a middle toe. Wow. He was training on a trampoline and went through the springs. And oh, my goodness. Then he went to Australia to train, and um, I'm sure probably because of this injury on the one foot, he came off a rail and ended up rolling the opposing ankle. Um, he trying probably had probably yeah. trying to compensate. Yeah. And it was slushy, so he actually just flew home. Not home here, but home to Salt yeah. Lake City to yeah. work with a trainer. Or not work yeah. with a trainer, but to um, you know have somebody do uh, yeah. x-ray, MRI, make sure the ankle's okay. Start Sounds working like a with mom a physical it. therapist, and then he's... Yeah. Going back to a sports psych person, yeah. And because anytime there's an injury or anytime yeah. Nick gets derailed from his schedule, his head kind of wobbles a little bit. Absolutely. But he recognizes it now. Yeah. And he, Knowing it. Yeah. He's yeah. he's on it immediately. He called me. He said, "I'm not doing Good. great. Good you know, we kind of Good put everything him. in place, get the wheels moving, yeah. and it's, some uh, of that is just uh, growing up. It is, exactly. you know. I, is. So I mean, Experience. young athletes, uh, you know, they they're pushed into that limelight pretty quickly. And uh, even when you do have a good fa- foundation of a family, like I think you all have, it's easy to get a, go astray. And uh, I'm not nearly in the national limelight like he was, but I can tell you, as, as a person of of visibility. Uh, my margin for what I do is very, very thin. I can't just go out and do something that would discredit the church or me and people n- know me, and I don't know that they know me. So it happens regularly. I'll be in a restaurant and someone will say, the waiter or waitress will say, oh, you're my pastor. And then I know a couple of things. One, I have to tip really right. well. <laughs> you know, is that a cheap preacher over there, you know? And I better be careful what I say because uh, people know. And so I imagine that's a whole course you don't get in school, you know. Uh, Carl uh, Carl uh, Gailey was uh, at our last show last Sunday night and good educator. But that's not a, something you learn in school. Uh, Lori, I'm sure, experiences it uh, from Eagle Country. But you'll probably have been in that limelight. And there's some advantages, but there's some disadvantages. That mm-hmm. There's some demons mm-hmm. as well. Uh, that go with that, that Nick, I'm sure, battled. And I'm so glad he's, other than the injury, yeah. I'm glad he's yeah. good in a good place mentally. And and I guess the shelf life on what he does, I mean, that's not forever, right? Yeah, the professional athlete it does have a shelf life. Yeah. And for Nick, Nick will probably try and, knowing Nick, he'll probably try and run it out as far as he yeah. can. Sure. But he he tries to conduct his, his life yeah. so that, uh, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy career. Yeah, yeah. Type Good of type of living, in, because he sees and he studies other athletes. The ones yeah. um, he likes to follow, Sean White. Sean White's yeah. been able to extend himself. Nice. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of he athletes has. out there. So Nick really loves what he's doing. That's good. So. And if you get the right coach, everybody goes farther and faster with a good coach. I right. think. Right. Sound like he's got a good team, a little entourage that helps him there. He does. Yeah. He has a lot of support, and he's he's discovering other things that he likes besides just skiing. So his challenge right now is trying to balance that. So mm-hmm. he has discovered public speaking, 
and kind of sharing his story as lo- as well as sharing other motivational topics. And he's actually working with a coach now on public speaking and was him. able to participate in a weekend um, kind of coaching activity. And he's he's getting some really good feedback. So nice. so now he's trying to figure out. Okay, I'm really passionate about this, but I can't be passionate about the public speaking and the skiing yeah. and hard to sit in two that, chairs. It, it is hard to yeah. sit in two chairs. Well, he's got a good platform, so though, is what I'm saying. He's got a good out. platform mm-hmm. to tell now that he has his story and find God's story in his story. Yeah, uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm cheering him on with that. I think that would be awesome. So people listen. They, they don't listen to 57 year old bald guys. <laughs> As much as, you know, 24. How old is Nick? 24? 24. 24? Yeah. They don't. They tend to listen to them younger people better than listening to me. Uh, but I found as you get older, you know, your parents get smarter, <laughs> you know, when you have your own. Well, they'll keep listening to you as long as the jokes keep, keep it coming It is some truth. I do try to layer some humor in there. All right. Yeah, tell Nick I'll be glad to send him some jokes, you know. Perfect. I, you know, that's all. Clean, that's clean what he jokes. needs. Some Very clean, clean jokes, some clean jokes. <laughs> I probably got something with snow and skiing in there, too. I, I don't know. But tell Nick, hey, and your other kids sound like they're doing good. So you're almost empty nesters. Almost. Yeah. almost. Boy, that's we a have, good day. I'm just telling you. We have one at home that's a soccer player and yep. going to Lawrenceburg High School. And, nice. You know, doing really well. Yeah. Both girls are out in Utah, too, with Nick. So we've got three of them that are out in Utah. And wow. They have family dinners at Nick's house. Nice. Every once nice. in a while. And, they sit on the front yeah. porch uh, and in the front yard in the kitchen chairs. How? It has, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, whatever it takes. Just you envision know. that. <laughs> I, whatever it takes. You know, everybody walks to a different beat sometimes. So y'all do a lot of traveling then, or you have been doing Back yeah. and forth quite yeah, a bit. Right? Some of the world have been really lucky. Very How lucky was it traveling over there to, to the Olympics? How was that uh, when you went? The massive humanity think, over there? Don't, don't think of the Olympics as vacation yeah. if you go. Think of it as a trip. Yeah. And there's a big difference. Mm. And I, I when you come that. back, you'll probably value a lot of things that you have here in this okay. country sure. versus other places. I, I, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, you'll also learn that some people are welcoming and, and very friendly, yeah. and some yeah. people aren't so welcoming and friendly. Yeah, I can see that. So, And it's all about language and logistics. Once you figure out how you're going to communicate mm-hmm. and what the logistics are, then you can get around didn't you say it got a little cramped with how many geppers in a one bedroom? Yes, we had. We had, this, we had this cute little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had this cute little. Cinder, it, it was actually called Cinderella. Um, they had. It was a cute little Cinderella house, and it was like if you drive through Lowe's parking lot, yeah. and you see the like the sheds, the, sheds, that, yeah. the, the two story sheds. Uh-huh. That was about the size of it. And wow. it was adequate, but you could, the shower, you could, it, when you took yeah. a shower, it like sprayed water all over the entire <laughs> bathroom because it was so small. So you had to keep everything outside of the bathroom. Yeah, you oh took the toilet God. paper everything. off. Everything, yeah. yeah. You, you had to take the toilet paper off. Then, your off. Oh then you, it, it was, it was a, a really, but the people, the people in Korea yeah. were absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And it was, um, we did not find as much hospitality when we were in Sochi. Yeah. So it was a real testament to what friendliness and welcoming 
how that can change your entire Absolutely. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my missionary heroes is in Seoul, South Korea, and just a tremendous guy. But it's forever to get there. It, I mean, uh, it, it's forever. <laughs> yeah, 20 hours of travel. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You it. Especially when you have issues with airplanes and issues the whole entire trip. It oh took my. us forever to get there. And then no luggage once we arrived. Yeah, we didn't have luggage for three so. days. <laughs> that so was we just like freezing. God tasting. It was. It was testing <laughs> your patience. Testing, it happened. That's right. And a, we, we did not pass <laughs> all the time. I, I we tried. That. We tried really hard, but it was definitely... I could understand it was definitely a test. that's irritating so, and, and after yeah. a long trip, especially if you don't if you're cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we were yeah. freezing and it was it, so and, and you had to learn how to be resourceful. So after yeah. opening ceremonies and walking around and walking around and walking around, we ended up in a fire station and the fire department folks, the firemen took care of us and they eventually took us back to our house in an ambulance. So no there way. was incredible way. Hospitality, wow. yeah. Yeah, that was a long night. It, was, really it, it, was, it was a long, cold night. We were wrapped in PNG blankets that they had given us because we didn't have any luggage, so our winter clothing was packed. It wasn't with us. So you eventually got looked, there? Um, it did. Yeah, our vehicle was the la- very last one in the carpool lot once they dropped us off off the ambulance. And so the question is: ride. the question was, how could everyone else find their way back to the parking lot except yes. the Geppers? <laughs> so where is the next Olympics at? <laughs> uh, it's in Beijing. Uh, Beijing. 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 So Probably Nick would like to go. Cold. Yeah, that's what I say. Is he aspire to? He is aspiring to yeah. do that. Yeah. So, but that's three, three yeah. big years away. So yeah. we just, as Chris always says, we take one day at a time. Right. Do, do you have a favorite? Does he have a favorite Olympic story that you can tell here on Eagle Country from his uh, Olympic experience? Anything that was unusual or stood from out the, from, from your perspective? Yours, yours, or his? Oh wow! Um, well, I, well, I'll, from the first Olympics, I would say his one of his highlights was meeting the Jamaica bobsled team. Yeah. That Now that's that was, cool. That was yeah. very cool. He yeah. he loved that. So it's the cool runnings kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I would say and this is this is um I don't know, this is this is just an experience. We've been able to go there and, and experience and have a positive experience because Procter & Gamble has been a sponsor and they have a mm. Procter & Gamble house. Yeah. And if you're an athlete and parent and you're connected to that. That's nice. You're allowed to access that. Yeah. And that makes doing the Olympics as a parent or a family member, yeah. oh, my gosh. Much it's easier. all the difference in the world yeah. to have access to that place. So you know, yeah. the, the kudos go out to those folks. Yeah, we got some yeah. P&G folks. That, that's a good shout out. Yeah. To them. Well, and and this year the the athletes that USSA brings all their athletes together for meals, and they have a kitchen. Well, the PNG folks shared the same kitchen. Hmm. So in Sochi, we didn't see Nick, but right. maybe once the whole right. time we were there. This time we saw Nick every single day. So yeah, probably his his one of his highlights would have been that you know he'd call in the in the morning and say how about five o'clock at the png house yeah and then he could grab food at either the ussa side of the kitchen or our side of the kitchen depending on what they were serving yeah and 
um, he would meet us, and they, they just would kick back. They have huge beanbag chairs. Nick always brought his poker chips, and the yeah. kids would all sit. And, <laughs> Dinner and, and poker. Dad, poker, dad poker. Sit poker and do, and do Mark Kramer would be happy and, to hear that, too. Know? I'm sure. Right, I, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, before we uh, sign off here, too, uh, Jonathan Davis is a big fan of yours and uh, and of Whitewater. He's an elder here, and Perfect North is. Uh, I, I know where a lot of things were honed and learned, and they think highly of Nick there. And Absolutely. Jonathan is so gracious to our staff, provides us a lot of fun days nice. out there. Nice. And uh, in my younger days, I would have been a little crazier out there, but now I like cheer on people with hot chocolate at the like bottom. I like the lodge. You yeah, that's a good tubing. thing to do. That's you need to do thing. tubing. Tubing, tubing, is, tubing fun. is good. Yeah. Tubing is fun. Tubing is good. Well, I have, now this is not skiing, but uh, this is my weird church news here for the day. I got a guy whose name is Ed Young Jr. Have you heard of this? He decided to do a series. In fact, it's coming up. It starts this coming Sunday. He's going to do a series on wrestling with God. So he decided to bring in the four WWE. Now, you may not be a wrestling fan, Lori Enright, I don't know. I love he, Monday Night Raw. Okay. He, here's a picture of Ed Young Jr., <laughs> And you know who this guy is? This is The Undertaker. These are all old school guys. He's bringing in The Undertaker, Ric Flair. You know that's going to be crazy with the Nature Boy. Sting, and then the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. So it kind of dates a a little bit because these are some wrestlers that are still famous but from another generation. He's bringing them all in. He's going to interview them. Uh, I know the Million Dollar Man, I've heard his testimony before. So he's getting a lot of criticism for uh, turning the church into kind of an entertainment spectacle. They're going to build a wrestling ring. If I lived in Grapevine, Texas, I would go and hear those guys, though, even an unchurched or church guy, because I thought it was pretty cool. Now, Rick is a flair, is quite a character, so who, who knows? What he will say, they may have to. Million Dollar Man's movie is really good. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Have you seen? It's it's excellent. excellent. So, Lori, what do you think about that? What do you think about the churches bringing in wrestlers? I don't. I don't know what the budget is for this. It's more than get it here. Yeah, I. I don't think I have enough money to fly those guys in. (laughs) I would say it's not money. You got to know somebody to get those guys in there. I would think all at the same time. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good concept because we all wrestle with God. So I think that kind there. of the premise behind it. I think it, it is. Okay. Yeah, a guy named Jacob wrestled. We all wrestle with yeah. things about God. So if you're out in Eagle Country and you're wrestling with anything right now on Sunday night, you're on your deck in your car, know you're not alone. If you do wrestle with God, just go ahead and submit. He's going to win anyway, just, just, just saying. Uh, so the sooner you figure that out, the better. But if you're wrestling with a problem, we hope Rev helps you out. We hope Whitewater Crossing or another Bible-believing church near you can help you. And on behalf of the Gepper family, uh, Nick, who's not here, but we're cheering Nick on, way to go. And Lori, thanks for another edition of Rev, and thanks for tuning in tonight on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.